2: So I know being overweight isn't always the best look, but news for you, there may be some additional advantages to being fat, at least if you live in a blue state, because being fat has become the latest protected class in this country. Uh, Also, we had some madness go down last night on Monday Night Football in both of the games. So of course, we've got to get into all of that and so much more because Outkick the Morning starts right now. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Uh, we are two days in. I'm feeling great. Uh, I had a nice sushi dinner last night. Nice and healthy. Uh, because if you know anything about me, I take my health very seriously. Uh, I did go to yoga yesterday as well. Uh, so things are are rolling along swimmingly for me this week so far. Uh, I like to follow the 70-30 rule, which is where I eat healthy 70% of the time and the other 30%. I can indulge a little bit more. Uh, I did exactly that on Sunday. But obviously, uh, there's something to be said about not overindulging on the regular. Some people, though, don't understand that little fact, uh, which is why I look at the different vices that people have. You know, some people indulge in even unhealthier things than food. There's drinking, there's drugs, cigarettes. uh, But then, of course, there are the people that just like to eat, right? Right. Hopefully, like I just mentioned how I do, it's done in moderation. And if not, and you do become morbidly obese, uh, I would say that's your problem and not mine. But now, obese people trying to be politically correct. We'll we'll just call them fat people because that's what they are. Fat people are making their weight everybody else's issue because there is a move in this country now to make being overweight a protected class. Uh, This is something that is completely under a person's control, as we know. Uh, It is not a reason to give them preferential treatment. Uh, Colorado, by the way, is the slimmest state in the country, uh, but also staunchly democratic. So it makes sense that despite their fit level, that they would also want to become the first state to ban what they're calling fat phobia by law. Uh, We're taking a look at conservative states. There's West Virginia, there's Kentucky, some of the worst obesity rates in the country. But are they moving to protect fat people? No, because eating several donuts in one sitting every morning is a choice. No one is forcing you to consume more calories than you burn off. And Additionally, by pandering to this unhealthy group, health experts warn And for good reason, that legal protections could cause them to become even healthier or unhealthier or normalize this condition for others. So just like, for example, how certain drugs have become legalized or decriminalized in certain states in our country, we have seen increased addiction rates and crime associated with it. Also, Colorado pointing the finger at you, the first state to legalize recreational marijuana. Look what happened. They just love being first, don't they? Uh, But let's be honest here. It makes total sense why being fat has become a protected class. And it's because the leftists in this country want you to be fat. They want you to be as unhealthy as possible. That way, you have to keep pumping yourself full of Big Pharma's products. I can name several off the top of my head that everybody is on right now because they did not have the self-control to not overeat on Too many different occasions. We've got Ozempic. I'm sure you all have heard about that. Everybody and their mother seems to be on Ozempic these days. Wagovi, another offshoot of semaglutide, the same thing that is the main ingredient in Ozempic. Uh, Of course, there's diabetes medications. It seems like the incidence rates of diabetes also skyrocketing because people cannot keep their hands off of the junk food, nor are they trying. Uh, Also, this is the same reason why the left's green agenda is trying to put a ban on meat in this country. They're trying to convince you to eat less meat so that in exchange, you've got to eat all the toxic fake food slop uh, that is nothing but horrible for you and doing nothing good for your body except making you weak and sick. Uh, Also, they're trying to now convince us that there are new waves of COVID coming. That's what they keep doing, right? An election year. Ooh, coincidence? Absolutely not. Uh, There's also the idea that everyone should be wearing masks again. I don't know. Should we? That's what they're saying. That's what the director of the CDC is saying, that everyone should be wearing masks again. Uh, But it's clear the left, they have an agenda. They want to not only make you weaker physically, mentally, but they want to instill fear into your brain uh, so that you live a life uh, with less confidence and less willpower and thus leading a lot of people to put on some weight. Uh, Let's just look at some of the numbers. According to the NIH, before the COVID-19 pandemic, the prevalence of obesity was 11% and 15% among men and women, respectively. However, during the pandemic, it increased to 25.3%, 42.4% in men and women, respectively. Okay, Uh, so bottom line, Colorado was just the first state to ban fat phobia, but certainly not the last. Uh, This is a new wave that we can see coming from so far a distance, More than two in five adults right now in this country are obese. And by protecting this class, that number is definitely going to go up. We can be sure of that. Uh, And let's not forget the entitlement that has now come along with being obese. Like, for example, this viral video that shows a plus size traveler. That's me being nice. Trying to convince us that planes need to be completely reconfigured to accommodate their food addictions. Watch this. So you wanna hear my hot take on plus size travel and why I think every plus size traveler should get a free second and even third seat on an airplane? Then you better keep watching and sign my petition to make some real change. Let's just state facts. Plus size travelers need more space. And many people agree that plane seats are too small even for the average size person. As a plus size traveler myself, I know how uncomfortable and unsafe it can be to squeeze into a tiny airplane seat. We are not asking for special treatment or luxury accommodations. We simply want enough space to travel comfortably and safely without fear of being discriminated against because of our size. It's truly that simple. If you agree that every traveler deserves to fly comfortably and without fear of discrimination, then go ahead and please sign my petition and share it with everybody that you know. Let's work together to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for everyone. Okay, first of all, she took up the entire screen. Uh, this woman definitely has no self-control and also on the subject of safety, you want to get on a plane and, and have it be, you know, your safety, the, the foremost priority. Uh, what about everybody else? I mean, there is a weight limit on these planes. Uh, if we allow all of these people who are morbidly obese to get on planes and and we, and we factor that in and reconfigure, isn't that, isn't that a concern for everybody else who's trying to fly safely? Additionally, you can ask for a seatbelt extender. I know that exists. Maybe it's embarrassing for you, but I don't know. That's your problem again, not my problem. Uh, I also think that you should have to buy two seats if you can't fit into your one seat because it's not fair to have someone spilling over into their area that they paid for. Uh, And also just on the subject of safety, you, you really should be concerned about your safety all the time because what you're doing to your body is not safe. Uh, So you getting on a plane and feeling like you can't be as comfortable as you possibly want, that should be the least of your worries. Uh, You shouldn't even be on a plane. You should be at the gym trying to work off all of those calories. So hopefully, the next time you get on a plane, you don't need to ask for the seatbelt extender. You can fit inside your seat, and no one needs to sign your stupid petition. We need people getting healthier, not the other way around. But the way things are going, pretty soon being fat, is going to earn people jobs over people that do take care of their bodies, Uh, It's going to give them privileges in so many other undeserving areas as well. All because of nothing more than their gross lack of self-control. So, uh, there's my rant. Uh, I'm sorry to any of you out there who might have put a couple holiday pounds on. I'm not talking to you. That's fine. We all indulge over the holidays. That's what the holidays are for. Enjoying it with your family, with your friends. Enjoying all of the delicious foods that come along with the holidays. That's not a big deal. Easily you can get back on track I'm talking about the people that make it their business, their lifelong mission to stuff as much food as possible into their mouths. It's not healthy. Um, I'm not just scolding because I just find it to be unattractive. I'm scolding because it's horrible what they're doing for their bodies. So there you go. Uh, This guy doesn't have to worry about it, though. This guy, I can tell, definitely follows what I call the 70-30 rule. Uh, His name is Mike Gunzelman. I call him the big guns, but I know he's been celebrating the holidays, so let's bring him in. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there he is what's going on yes yes How, yes have you been have you yeah. been
2: celebrating have you been stuffing your face
0: yes i have been but i haven't asked for any uh a free seat on an airplane of all things i mean we would all love free seats on an airplane. I mean, the 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 uh, airline industry is a mess to begin with, but I think that is a, a a little a little too much right there for all the problems and all the the mayhem, chaos, and the absolute crap show that the airlines and airplanes are right now. I don't I don't think we should be giving out free two and three tickets.
2: Oh my gosh! Of
0: everything else, like what's happening here?
2: Well, it's just so ridiculous. I'm you you've seen not only this this woman who posted this one video on TikTok asking people to sign a petition to encourage airlines to make it safer for morbidly obese people. But there was also the video a few months ago where the woman was seen, you remember that, where she was kind of zigzagging her way, or I wouldn't call it zigzagging because she wasn't really right. able to move through the aisle of the plane. And she was just complaining, this is too small. They need to make the seats bigger. They need to make the aisles bigger. This is discrimination. And it's like, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, think, why, why, why does yeah. this group feel so entitled to think that everything should be changed l- truly because they don't have any self-control?
0: Right. I mean, I have to push back a little bit right there because there are some people who do have like health conditions and genetics and more that, you know, might really try to lose some weight. We all have friends that have been trying or like they lose weight, but then they put it on twice as much. So I think there is within lies the problem though, because it's hard to make it a protected class when there's so many different angles that could come about it. You have some people that are just actively going to go out and no matter what are going to live an unhealthy lifestyle. When you add in the big food to it the fact that corn syrup and corn starch is in every single thing which is wild by the way there's such an underlying uh, issue right there but like you can't put those people as the same as those that might legitimately have a health condition and that's why i don't think you can make it all under one entity or one title. You know what I mean? Like there's too many different of course. variables in there. And you'll also use it as an excuse. There's no incentive. Once you, once you give something as a, a as a reason or a free pass, remember the, uh, remember the COVID bailouts, you got a bailout, you got a bailout. There was no, there yeah, was no incentive to go to work. There was no incentive to get back out there. So it is a dicey situation. I don't think it needs to be protected. Um, I but I also don't want like the government to mandate we all have to get skinnier either. I'm all about freedom here. Uh, but if you you have the freedom to eat what you want, but you also have the freedom to, uh, or your employer also has the freedom to perhaps do do something with that, or society does as well. It's a it's it's a two it's two lane highway if you would.
2: Yeah, and and I see what you're saying. I, yes, there are people that have genetic you know, uh, I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll call them bigger boned, right? I don't know. There's some people that just hold on to weight more than others. Fine. But those are not people that I would consider to be obese. Those people might just be, you know, not as slim naturally as other people. Uh, there are people that have health conditions. I understand that a lot of those health conditions could have been prevented. Diabetes, for example, a lot of diabetes brought on because people, eat too much junk food earlier on in life, and then later on they have trouble shedding weight because they have all of these issues uh, with their insulin levels, understand. But I also think it's these people that have these genetic or or natural causing issues that cause them to gain weight that aren't the ones moaning about seats on planes. I mean, it's mostly the people that make it their MO to eat disgusting amounts of food. And I also think for employers, these aren't the type of people you'd want to hire anyways. Yes. The people that have maybe the genetic issues, fine. I'm sure they would, you know, tend to their work as they do to their health as, as best they can. But for the people that are, have no self-control and no discipline, employers have to realize it's probably going to carry over to their work as well. Right. If you, if you can't yeah, control of, what you put yeah. into your mouth, how, how are you going to be able to control how you, how well you do your job?
0: So there's there's that aspect. But there's also the fact that uh, people are going to be judged no matter what. Society is not a nice place. Society sucks. It's a minefield. It's it's awful, obviously. So no matter what, everyone, you can't force people to be nice to you. And when you try to get the government involved, like, oh, they were like, like, that's that's a recipe for a disaster, because guess what? People are mean people suck like like you know what I mean like no matter what you do or like they do with me or that like it's never going to be perfect for you so the the fact that you are, are are like well you were mean to me this is what we have to do now that doesn't that doesn't work and I I you know I, I do believe in the in the fact that the 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 odds are stacked against you but you have to realize the odds are stacked against you money stacked let's go uh stack on the pounds let's go um but that's coming from the the food there's a reason a lot of europeans are skinnier than americans here and that's got to do with our whole entire food and everything all the crap that gets put into it oh yeah there's a reason that is so it's uh you know there's too much going on behind there but like you said government wants to do this especially in certain states because they're getting the kickback from the big food industry and from the big yep. lobbyists that know that they are just gonna—it's—it's a—it's secular, you know what I mean? It's—it's it's nonstop. It's a—it's a nonstop problem because it's purposely being driven. And I kind of feel bad for these people that you know can't do anything about it. But that's still not an excuse to make other people's lives miserable, if you would.
2: Yeah, and I mean, if you look at the, they keep updating the food pyramid to be even more ridiculous. I oh, mean, I don't, I don't the trust things that it's they recommend. Yes,
0: it is all BS. You cannot. Trust I know. I'm these looking. At, I'm looking at it right crap. now.
2: It's just, it makes no sense. Absolutely yeah, it, no yeah. sense. Um I, I, yeah, So one if, day if you are looking at the food ha- pyramid,
0: yeah. yeah. So one day something's the, healthy, then, healthy then, for you. The, the next day something else isn't healthy for you. You're allowed to do this, but you can't do that. It's all BS. It's 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 crazy. It's nonsense.
2: Uh, absolutely nonsense. Uh, we had a few people in the chat that actually made some some uh, funny comments about it. Uh, we have, who's your daddy? Uh, make 747s great again. Uh, by making them great again, I would imagine he's talking about not accommodating all of the morbidly obese people that are trying to board. Uh, and then we have Mudcat, who made a Zion Williamson comment that he's allegedly eating his way through New Orleans, which... Can you blame the guy? I mean, he's burning tons of calories. We can let him slide. Also, the beignets in New Orleans, second to none. That's just my take.
0: Okay. <laughs> I have never had one. I got to get down there. Is that what you're saying? Are we going to New Orleans? Is that the thing? Oh, I you've also never saw been? You've never been to New Orleans. No, I need to go. You've never been to New Mardi Orleans? Mardi Gras. Wow. I feel like I would do very well during Mardi Gras down there. Earn yourself some beads. I was I could. I'm a, what, what size bra would I be, though? That's my issue.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, let's not find out. Uh, let's not find out. Uh, the fact that you haven't been in New Orleans obviously shows maybe you have a little bit of personal ethics, uh, which on the subject of, we have to now uh, laugh at something that came out of the mouth of Dr. Fauci. Uh, it gets more and more ridiculous. He claimed during a recent interview, Guns, that he no longer felt the need to attend church, because his quote, personal ethics on life were enough. He said this First of all, I think my own personal ethics on life are enough to keep me going on the right path. And I think there are enough negative aspects about the organizational church that you're very well aware of. Uh, this guy, Gunn, says he identifies as a Catholic skill, still, but calls it pro forma and something he doesn't need to do. Can someone say God complex?
0: Yeah. Uh- can this guy just go away? Can this guy Can just please leave go us away alone? He has to interject himself in every single thing. The arrogance is stunning and he doesn't have a good he doesn't have a winning record here. If anything, if I was him, if you know, here's just like you said the uh the complex it's it's, it's <laughs> you want to talk about a a medical condition. This guy's crazy. This guy is absolutely out of his freaking mind right now. Mental condition, if you would. With the with Fauci, he refuses. Like a normal person would be like, "Wow, I really screwed up. Oh, I almost, I really, I I, I screwed up the whole entire country. Uh, I should go into hiding. I I should probably, you know, uh, you know, You're repent right. for repent for my sins." All right. He should probably repent for his sins, not continue to go out there and just and and just say anything. We're so over Fauci. The things that he's done and also the fact that he's going to come out and, uh, you know, he he mentions like, you know, well, look at everything. He, He sarcastically, not even sarcastically, he kind of just like, you know, pokingly says, look at what the Catholic Church is about and look at what they've done. Well, Dr. Fauci, look what you did to the medical community. You single-handedly, you and your ilk, destroyed the reputation of the entire health industry. People do not trust their doctors. People sure as hell do not trust uh, trust the World Health Organization. They sure as hell don't t- uh, trust Fauci anymore. He ruined everything. So to go after you know the Catholic Church because of obviously horrific things that have been done, but to be like, oh, I don't need that. That is a god. Like what? Right. Crazy.
2: Well, and it's funny because he calls them his personal ethics on life. So his personal ethics, which as we know, are no ethics, give him reason why he doesn't need to go to church anymore because he, he can't get any better. He can't get any holier, if you will.
0: Yeah. Holier than now. Yeah. It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. St. Peter is going to have a couple things to say to Fauci when he gets up there. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um for, well, on the last uh speaking,
0: three
2: years. Of, uh speaking of church, I feel like a lot of people felt like they uh got to go to church last night. Uh we saw two unbelievable Whoa. Monday night football What's games guns. Unbelievable. If, if you went to sleep early, you you missed out. Uh first let's touch upon uh the Titans. Will Levis insane. Uh I love how, you know, The, the NFL is doing all it can to protect quarterbacks. And yet he is just like, I don't care. I'm going to play like I'm in the seventies, totally fullback style, just charging through, you know, breaking, breaking the tackles. He was unbelievable last night. Um, they ended up, they ended up beating the Dolphins last night, last seconds of the game. Uh, what did you think about when you saw the Titans come out on top? Because there's some ridiculous stats that go along with it as well, because the Titans now are the first team in the NFL history to overcome a 14 point deficit with less than two minutes, 55 seconds remaining to win a game without needing overtime to do so.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild as far as Monday night football. let say, you know, they say any given Sunday, I guess it's any given Monday right now because the Titans had no yeah. reason to win that game last night. And one of my favorite stats from it is the uh, the win probability. Because you know me, I'm a gambler. Like, I'm all about sports betting. Let's go. But uh, at one point, with a little <laughs> over three minutes left, the Titans' win probability was 0.4%. They were trailing 27 to 13, about uh, about three minutes left, all right? 27 to 13, and it was 0.4%. Percent and then Levis came down and absolutely crushed it. Rabel—they're calling it the uh, the Rabel Special because he ended up going for two after the first touchdown. Would have you know if he doesn't get that, you pretty much consider of the game's uh you well know, b- pretty much over. It should have been over to begin with, but this is a crushing, a demoralizing blow to the Miami Dolphins because now their percentages as far as getting a home field advantage or even being first have. Uh, fallen tremendously as the Ravens now are uh, looking to lock that up. But I love this though, because th- there's nothing better than that comeback. There's nothing better than that late, that late, uh, you know, that late drive, those late drives that come in the fourth quarter, but it definitely has real implications, including don't look now, but in just a couple weeks, New Year's Eve, this game is going to be wild Ravens dolphins, both play each other. So check that one out especially as the uh, the battle for first place in home field uh, comes down but uh listen Titans first road victory by the way as well that's all you need to know about the Titans that they didn't even win in a, a freaking game on the road until last night but Monday night football let's go very cool
2: it was it was an unbelievable game and I, I, on the subject you said of that win probability This was the second most improbable comeback in the next-gen stats era, which is since 2016. Uh, The the lowest one that we ever saw, it was 0.285%. That's when the Jets won over the Browns. That was in 2022, week two. Last night's game comes in second place. Third place, there was a 0.389% when the Vikings beat the Colts. Uh, That was week 15 of 2022. So... Uh, It's definitely up there uh, in the improbable comeback wins. uh, But we're super excited for the Titans. You're a Nashville guy. So obviously this is something that you hold near and dear.
0: Well, to an extent, I'm also a Jets fan. So my life sucks. But uh that's so uh, that's a whole different story. But uh, I gotta give this though. Will Levis, though, Connecticut's finest right there, comes down, throws over 300 yards for the first time all season. Who would have thought that Levis was going to be the answer? But he's been exciting, he's given them something to do, uh, you know, something to talk about, especially Nashville and Titans fans and more. And listen, you were just a disruptor to the Miami Dolphins. And uh, you know, as a Jets fan, I love seeing the Dolphins lose, but I also love for the underdog to win sometimes. I love when the underdog wins. The fact that that people turn this game off they were like what the heck's that then all of a sudden they they check twitter and they're like whoa what's going on let's go and they turn it back on exciting stuff that's why we love sports that's why we tune in
2: well and also as a jets fan the, the other game didn't make you feel much better because the giants <laughs> pulled off a ridiculous comeback win of their own uh tommy devito the man i mean this kid is ridiculous this is the giants third straight win uh, he's an undrafted rookie. He lives at home with his parents, 25 yep. years old. His mother still makes him bed. He's called Tommy Cutlets because his mother cooks him dinner every night. I mean, this is a type of guy we are not used to seeing in the NFL. But whatever the formula is for him,
0: it's How working. You got it. Whenever time you got to go like this, Tommy DeVito, listen, I I'm not a Giants fan, but I love Tommy DeVito. (laughs) This guy is taking over the tri-state area and football by storm because this guy probably should never, never, never have even made the NFL to begin with or definitely not seen a playing field. And the odds were stacked against them. I mean, you go from... Daniel Jones getting hurt, which, by the way, they gave him a four-year, $160 million contract just past offseason. Right. Good job there, everybody. Uh, Tyrod Taylor then goes down. Then you got Tommy DeVito. He comes in two and seven, and he's just been rolling with them right now. Biggest thing from last night, a couple of different things stand out for me. But this guy, Tommy DeVito, didn't get sacked once last night, didn't throw for one interception. You do that as long as you can keep game. the game. As long as you can control the game and don't make stupid errors or stupid mistakes in this league where every player is so good, that's how you can win the game. And I love Devito. I got to say this because Tommy DeVito has taken over social media and pop culture and the sports entertainment trending world by storm, because it's like, you know, every time he goes like this, after every single, how you don't, how you don't let's go. <laughs> but I love this aspect about it is the fact that he, uh, it, it, He's named after, or he's not named after, but Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, Goodfellas is literally Tommy DeVito from that. Some people are like, we're saying, oh, ha ha. No, Tommy DeVito is Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas. You can't beat it. And it reminds me of Lynn Sanity. Anybody in New York remembers Lynn oh, Sanity yes. from the New yes. York Knicks. Tommy DeVito is taking over that crossover with that pop culture sports world, just like Lynn Sandy did, Uh, Lynn Sanity did. And it's wild. I'm all for it. Listen. Like, come on down the chicken parm staying on with mom it's gravy it's not sauce this guy is all about it I like, it's the new Sopranos he's gonna get a. he's gonna get a Sopranos called the DeVito's come and, and, and I
2: and I'm a, and I'm obsessed with the Sopranos um uh, just a couple little facts about the game before we move on to just another aspect of of why he literally belongs in the Sopranos um DeVito and the Giants handed Matt LaFleur his first career loss in December that was the first time that under head coach Matt LaFleur the Packers have lost in the month of December. Um but also what this does for the Giants playoff chances is huge. Uh they yeah. improved to 5 and 8. Green Bay dropping to 6 and 7. New York, as I just mentioned before, three-game win streak right now. They have New Orleans next week. Uh now they're only one game away from the 7th seed in the NFC postseason picture. So, uh the wild card it, it, it's there. It's there the for the taking if they want it, which is huge wild. for the Giants, who thought that all hopes were lost. Yes. I, uh,
0: yes. Giants and Giants um, fans thought the season was a wash at 2-7. and seven. Believe that. Believe that.
2: Unbelievable. And and who would have thought, who would have thought Tommy DeVito. that this would be their, their knight in shining armor? Um, but also, talking about Sopranos, Italian heritage, really embodying, you know, the... The whole, the whole mentality, his agent. Did you get a, did you get a look at his agent last night, Guns? This is Tommy DeVito's agent. (laughs) And he is not in costume. Like, this is actually his agent literally looking like a straight up mobster.
0: Look at that. I love this guy. Isn't that incredible? You know, when people say, I know, I know a guy, I know a guy. That is the guy that they're talking about.
2: That's the guy.
0: <laughs> That's the guy. I mean, like
2: look at look at that hat in that suit. It's ridiculous.
0: You have to, you have to be, you have to have some connections in order to wear that out in public. You know what I mean? You have to be super confident uh in, in your own skills as well as the skills of the people around you in order to wear that out in public. People aren't gonna mess with something. Unbelievable. Like that. You know what I mean? People are like like, like, like. there's something up there that you don't want to mess with that person over there. And then you find out that he's Tommy the Vito's agent. You can't make it up. It's so perfect, right? You, you couldn't this.
2: script it any better. <laughs> I love you could this. not script it any better. Oh, man. Um, okay, well, obviously... Uh, Tommy DeVito is probably not having so many girl issues. Does he? I don't even know if he has a girlfriend, but bottom line, uh, with his type of play, uh, with the, the people surrounding him that, that do, uh, I'm sure he's just fine. Uh, but there's some girls out there who want to make sure that their ex-boyfriends are extremely jealous. So they have come up with a new tactic using AI. And what they do is they literally create a man that can be seen with them in photos in order to make their exes jealous. Check out what we found online. Watch this. Okay, so obviously this girl is uh, not sitting with anybody on the subway. And uh, she just created this random guy who now was asleep on her shoulder. Not such a manly move, but that's okay. We're all into different things. And um, now she's posting it, putting it on her story, hoping that said ex probably sees it, thinks they're on some, like, amazing trip, vacation, having some frivolous day activity, and... um Getting whatever response she's looking for. Guns. How insane is this?
0: I feel like there's a a joke about women faking it. Oh my god! That look at I this. Should come out with right now.
2: Why does he look so small? This is ridiculous.
0: Oh my Once god! Again, stop. I believe this is there's a joke about it. Is incredible. Women it when we talk, I about mean this. the fact
2: that you can do this. The fact that this exists and that you can do this and obviously they're spending so much time um, trying to recreate these pictures or just create them in the first place is uh, mind boggling for me. But um, this is something you can do now. Are you are you going to get on board with this and make someone jealous?
0: Uh, (laughs) You know, they always say love isn't real. This is you know, going with that right here. Like, what are we doing here? Like, no, the answer to your question is no, I don't need to do this. I'm very confident in myself. And also uh, I prefer real people and not AI or bots or whatever, or robots or sex dolls or anything like that. <laughs> Here's your thing. Guns doesn't like sex dolls. All right. There's our takeaway well, thank, thank goodness.
2: Thank goodness. <laughs> now we have now we have that 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 uh, statement confirmed. We, we were worried no. about
0: confirmed. you. Don't need that. But also I would never take the time. I'm never, I'm not that insecure to that I would to make up and draw and like and, and put together this AI person just to get back. This is also why never scroll through your ex's uh, social media. All right, once it's over, just realize that it's over. There's plenty more people out there. Because hey, you know what? You might be trying to find this person. <clears throat> like, who's this person? Who's this person? And they don't even exist. They don't even exist. This is wild. Could you imagine? Also, this is freaking crazy. I would, this would like, you want to talk about like mental health is already like an issue here, especially for like the younger generation, especially when it comes to relationships and social media and all this stuff. You add this aspect to it. Holy God. Like we are, oh my God, this would have drove me nuts. Well, to
2: your point, (laughs) What is to your point about trying to track down the person's new lover, you know, I mean, I don't know if men do it. I know that women, there are some women who become FBI agents. They will take one little tidbit of information. Next thing, next thing you know, they know the whole life story of the person that their ex is with. Right? Yeah. Imagine seeing this, and it drives you to this point of extreme insanity because you can't find out anything. You find person. Yeah. And you start doubting your investigative skills. I mean, this is going to take people to a very dark place, like you said.
0: Yeah. No. And, and yeah. I mean, that's it, it's so funny, like. <laughs> We've all been there. I've had exes where they'll know about my like current or whatnot and like know like stuff there's no way in hell they should have known. It's like I was like, how did you know that? Like, oh yeah, you're a psycho, you're a stage five clinger. Like that's exactly what you are. <laughs>
2: like We're been- highly intelligent. Stage five clinger, psycho, or just very highly intelligent. There
0: you go. That's a, that's another way. There's a reason they're my exes, though. So I don't want to say anything too nice about them. You know what I mean? But uh, if, if the fact is that these people don't even exist in the first place. You're gonna, people are going to lose their mind. People are going to lose their mind. But it also just shows how dangerous and how far along the path with this AI type stuff that we've gotten because there's no coming back now. How do you regulate this? How do you well, stop and something think- like this? It's crazy.
2: Well, and I think the other part about it is, is a lot of people just post stuff online to get reactions from people. It's not even oh. about them having been in the moment, right? You know, you're at a cool event, you're you're dressed up. It's not about appreciating the moment that you're in. You're taking photos so that then the next day you can post it on social media. So people can say, oh my gosh, this is so cool that you were there. You looked amazing, this, that. Oh, the people you were surrounded by. So are people even want- going to start, like, trying to be a part of these experiences or with people, or are they just going to create what they think people want to see and then put that content out instead. And meanwhile, they're just sitting at home alone each and every day. It's going Mm -hmm. to get very sad, I think.
0: Oh, it, it's it's definitely going to go. And it, it, it's fine because we could always – we used to be able to always spot the person that, like, lives in their parents' basement. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, like, have fun in your parents' basement with your Cheeto fingers. But now those people in the basement who have no nothing else to do with their lives are now going to be uh, creating these – like, like they're on, like, a Greek island or something living their best life. <laughs> and we're going to be like, wait, how are they doing that? And meanwhile, it's just all fake from the comfort of their parents' basement. It's It's – <laughs> Nothing is real. Love isn't real. Nothing is real, everybody. Just live yourself. Live your life. Live it to the, to the and best it's of only, your ability. It's
2: and crazy. it's only going to get worse. Uh, it is very sad. Uh, but Guns, as always, thank you so much for uh, delving into <laughs> anything day. and everything with everything. me. And, and, Woo, and also, w- we need to reiterate. We, we need to reiterate before you go. Guns does not like...
0: Sex blow up dolls. Yeah, no, I prefer the real thing. I don't need I don't need that AI there stuff you go. either. All right, everybody. Prefers the realness, dude. Thank it. goodness. How you doing? How you doing? Tommy DeVito, come on now. Let's go. How you doing? <laughs> DeVito, to Amazing.
2: Win. Uh <laughs> thank you so much, guns.
0: Yeah. I'll kick the morning. We'll be right back after a short break. Stay tuned.
2: Amazing. Um, Yeah, I will not be uh, partaking in the AI trend anytime soon. A, because I don't even know how I would do it. I probably would like their arm would be disconnected from their body and people would know right away that I was lying. Uh, So I'm just not going to touch the AI trend. Uh, I hope that I am surrounded with real people in real places and don't need to do it regardless. Um, But let's get to the final story. Uh, This is something everybody's been talking about for days now. Obviously, uh, everything that's going on, on the elitist campuses all over our country is horrific. Uh, But last week, while testifying to Congress, Harvard President Claudine Gay, she refused to denounce Harvard students' disgusting acts of anti-Semitism based on the university's, what she called, commitment to free expression. Uh, She now has billboard trucks circling the campus calling for her to be fired. She should be fired. Uh, But while she is... Clearly not concerned about upholding Harvard's standards as they pertain to free speech. It appears this delusional university president is not so concerned when it comes to the academic integrity policies because now Gay is being accused of plagiarizing portions of her 1997 Ph.D. thesis. So online, Documents have been atta- obtained by journalists Christopher Rufo and Chris Brunette, and they put together an entire thread on X. It showed the ju- juxtaposition of Gay's thesis with the works of several authors and also academic scholars, showing in one case that she actually lifted an entire paragraph, nearly word for word, from a paper by Lawrence Bobo and Franklin Gillums. And then what did she do? She tried to pass it off as her own language. So back in my day... Plagiarism was an expellable offense. Uh, We actually had to put our papers through all types of online databases to ensure that our words were actually our words. Uh, Gay, obviously, was from a time way before that, so not what type of standards uh, she was expected to lean into uh, when writing her thesis. Uh, But she's standing by her thesis because yesterday in a statement to the Boston Globe, Gay defended her words, saying, quote, I stand by the integrity of my scholarship. Throughout my career, I have worked to ensure my scholarship adheres to the highest academic standards. But let's be honest, it's really quite hard to believe a word that comes out of this woman's mouth because it's clear her standards of conduct or integrity in any realm do not actually exist. If she's not going to be punished or booted for failing to stand up against anti-Semitism, hopefully there's a backdoor answer, like discovering she actually did plagiarize, for example— Uh, Because a woman like this has no business being a leader or setting an example at what is supposed to be one of the leading universities in this country, which honestly, at this point, is turning into such a laughable statement because Harvard is really showing their true colors these days. Uh, But if the university is not going to force her out, she's not going to resign. uh, Hopefully something will give because it's looking like more and more that is exactly what's going to happen. I think she's going to be... Uh, staying in her position. The university is not going to do anything, which is truly very sad uh, given all of we have seen over the past couple of months and especially what we just saw on the floor of Congress the other day uh, with Claudine Gay failing to denounce anti-Semitism and all of the disgusting acts that are going on on the Harvard campus. Um, Okay, guys, that is it. Thank you so much for being here with me on this Tuesday. We've got another show all stacked up for you tomorrow, so I hope you will be here with me on Outkick the Morning. Until then, subscribe, get the alerts, follow me on social media, at Charlie on TV. Go have yourselves a fabulous Tuesday, and I'll see you tomorrow.